So I don't want to take too much time before jumping into today's topic because I really believe that what I'm going to share with you today has the potential to change your life. That's right, to change your life. I'm not exaggerating and I'm not saying something just to keep you listening. It really has the potential to change your life. I'm going to I'm going to share with you three questions. And if you ask yourself these three questions and you engage with these three questions in a serious fashion, I really believe that these three questions have the potential to change your life. And I just want to jump right in. So, all right, bro, let's get started. You're listening to the Christian Bro Code Podcast, a discipleship podcast for men dedicated to adding value to your spiritual growth with your host, Mario Escobedo. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, bro? Welcome to the Christian Bro Code Podcast. This is episode number eight, and this is the Men's Discipleship Podcast dedicated to adding value to your spiritual growth. I am your host, Mario Escobedo. Let me tell you something right now as I'm recording this podcast. Of course, you're listening to it a couple of weeks after I record it. But as I'm recording it, I'm doing a Facebook live session right now. So there are some bros who are listening to this podcast, and they've already heard the content because they were watching the Facebook live session as I recorded this episode. And I'll do that from time to time. I've had some call-in Facebook live sessions as well for where some bros called in and we just had some conversations. I'll do that from time to time. And I don't do it on my public Facebook page or my public Facebook profile. I do that inside the bro code, the Christian bro code Facebook group. So if you want to be kind of uh, seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff and have some insider uh, information or insider content, the best way to do that is to join the Christian Bro Code Facebook group. And you can do that by going to my website, marioescuelo.com, and you'll see a big red subscribe. Click on that. Or rather, there's a button also that says click here to join the conversation. Click on that. That'll take you to the place where you can join the Christian Bro Code Facebook group, and you can be part of all this insider content. Hey, I want to jump straight into today's topic because I'm going to share with you three simple questions. They really are simple questions. But they're, they're, they're pretty profound, in my opinion. They're pretty, they can have a big impact. If you ask yourself these three questions and you follow through with answering these three questions, they can have a pretty profound impact on your life. And so here, let, let me frame it for you. I don't know what age you are, but all of us, I can speak for myself and uh, just with people I always talk to, we all kind of struggle with the idea, the notion of what does God want me to be doing with my life? Uh, we kind of uh, speak about it in, the, in this way. What's God's will for my life? What did God put me on this earth to do? That's that's a loaded question. And I would say that, especially if you're, you're a younger bro, you're in your 20s maybe, that's a question that you really wrestle with because you want to know that what you're doing is, is what God put you on this earth to do, that it's God's plan for your life. And so the three questions I'm going to talk to you about today— are powerful enough that they can help you make some decisions as to what it is you should be doing with your life, what God puts you on this earth to do, and what you should dedicate your full energy and time and resources to doing. Ask yourself these three questions, and and you know I, I don't want to say that I can guarantee it, but I'm pretty close to saying that I can guarantee that you'll have a much clearer picture of what it is you should be doing with your life, with your ministry at your local church. If you just ask yourself these three questions, wrestle with them, engage with these three questions, really they're gonna be they're gonna be really helpful. They're just completely helpful. They've helped me out at several points in my life. And it's it's all it's all helping you discover your passion, your purpose, what God put you on this earth to do. What should you dedicate 
your energy, your time, your resources to doing uh, in your life? These three questions are going to help you figure that out. And so I'm going to read the three questions to you, and then for the remainder of the episode, I'm going to break down the importance of each, each of these three questions and see how they come together to help you figure out what you should be doing with your life, what your passion uh, or what you could potentially be doing with your life and what your passion is that you can pursue. Here are the three questions, very simple questions. Number one, what serves others? Number two, what am I good at doing? And number three, what do I love to do? Three simple questions. Let me repeat them. Number one, what serves others? Number two, what am I good at doing? Number three, what do I love to do? And if you're going to pursue your passion, you're going to find your passion and your purpose in life, you really have to answer these three questions. You can't exclude one or two and and just follow the answer on one of these questions. You really have to answer all three questions if you want to live a life of purpose, of meaning, and a life that really is pursuing God's purpose for your life. And I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to break that down, and I'm going to explain to you why it's important to answer all three questions as you try to discover what God's will for your life is. So let me start with that first question that I posed to you. The first question is, what serves others? What can I do, what can I dedicate myself to that serves others? And this is an important question to ask. And let me let me just break down for you the other two questions. You can, you can find activities that answer the other two questions, but don't answer this question. This is what I mean. The other two questions are, what am I good at doing and what do I love to do? And let's say you find some activities, some things that you can do that answer those two questions. You, you find some activities and you say, man, I'm good at doing this, whatever, fill in the blank, and I'm good at, at uh, doing this or that, whatever, and I love doing this, okay? And let's say you find a set of activities that, that answer those two questions, but they don't answer the question, does it serve others? What happens is that if you only answer the other two questions, I'm good at doing it and I love to do it, if it doesn't serve others, all you have is a hobby. And there's nothing wrong with a hobby. There really isn't anything at all wrong with a hobby. But if you're looking for a life of fulfillment, satisfaction, purpose, etc., a hobby isn't going to do it. In the end, at some point, you're going to feel like a very selfish person and you're going to look back and you're going to say, what, like, what did it all mean? what was the point of me doing all this? Yeah, I was good at doing it. Yes, it served. I'm sorry, it, I love to do it, but it didn't help anybody. It didn't serve anybody. I enjoyed doing it. I had a good time doing it and I was pretty good at doing it, but it was all just for me. In the long run, you're going to feel like a selfish individual. If you're going to give your life over to any kind of activity. It has to be something that you can answer this question. You can say, it serves others. Because at the very essence of what we're here on earth to do is to serve others. That advances God's kingdom and God's purpose for humanity. So anything you feel that you want to dedicate your life to, anything you feel that you want to give your life over to doing as a, as a life passion, a life purpose, a life pursuit, you have to answer the question, does it serve others? And if it doesn't serve others, I'm not saying that you should abandon doing that activity completely, but I would say you're not going to be a fulfilled person in the long run if what you're doing doesn't serve others. So the first question that you need to ask yourself if you're going to find a life of passion, of purpose, something that you can pursue, you have to ask yourself, does it serve others? What serves others? On to the next question. 
What am I good at doing? This is an important question to ask. Do not ignore this question. Am I good at doing this? If I want to pursue a particular ministry or activity or whatever, you have to answer this question. Am I good at doing this? It can answer the other two questions. I love to do it and it serves others. But if you're not good at doing it, then you have to face a reality and you have to ask yourself, well, does it really help others? If I'm not good at this particular activity, does it really help others? And the chances are that it doesn't. And here's what's going to happen. If you give yourself over to doing activities that you love to do and that you think serve others, but you're not good at doing them, what's going to happen is that you're going to frustrate and annoy the people around you because you're not good at doing that. Let me give you an example from my life. Something that I love to do is to sing. I love to sing. Like, you have no idea. You can ask my wife and my daughters. I'm singing like all the time when I'm at home, I'm always singing and I can make up songs about anything. I love to sing. And I could probably make the case that singing can help others. However, when I come to this question, am I good at doing it? I face a pretty harsh reality and I say, actually, uh, I'm not. I'm not good at doing it. And so as I, as I see that, I, I say to myself and I come to the conclusion this probably isn't something that I want to pursue as a lifelong passion, give my life over to this, because I recognize that, yeah, I might love doing it, and I could make the case that it helps others, it serves others, but if I'm not good at doing it, does it really serve others? Chances are that it doesn't. I'm going to frustrate and I'm going to annoy the people around me because I'm doing something simply because I love to do it and I think it's serving others, but I don't do it well. It really isn't helping anybody. It's going to frustrate people. It's going to annoy those around me. And moreover, more than that, other people who can do that activity well are going to have to come behind me and clean up my mess. Other people who can do that activity well are going to see that I can't do it well. And so by the time I, I leave or I finish doing that activity, someone who does do it well, they're going to have to come up behind me and, and clean up my mess. And that doesn't help anybody. So it's it, it can be a hard question to ask. It is a hard question to ask. Because if there's something that you really love to do and you discover, I'm not good at doing it, it's, it's kind of hard to let go of that because, because you love doing it. But if we're talking about pursuing God's purpose for your life, it is something that you have to ask, am I good at doing it? And it's, it's something that we don't take a whole lot of time to ask ourselves. We don't take a whole lot of time to ponder this and say, what am I good at doing? I think sometimes we think that we're being arrogant or conceited or prideful when we begin to identify the things that we're good at doing, but it's completely the opposite. When we're wanting to pursue God's purpose for our life, when we're wanting to pursue what God wants us to do and what he put us on this earth to do, it is not in the least bit arrogant or prideful to begin to reflect and ask yourself the question, am I good at doing this? What am I good at doing? In fact, I would, I would argue that far from being prideful and arrogant, it's a very God-honoring activity to ask yourself and to reflect and meditate on this question, what do I do well? What am I good at doing? Why does that honor God? Because when you discover what it is that you're good at doing, you're beginning to flow according to the way that God wired you and engineered you and put you together. That honors God. 
God wired you in such a way that you are good, naturally good at doing certain things better than other people. There are some things that you see other people, they struggle to do it, and, and you, you, you do it easily. You don't have a problem doing it. Guess what? God wired you to do that and to do it well. And so to ask yourself the question and to make a list of things that you say, I'm good at doing this, it is not arrogance, it's not pride, it's God honoring, because you're acknowledging the way God wired you, you're acknowledging the way God put you together, and you're seeking to flow and to live according to the way that God wired you. So it's it's an incredibly important question to ask, what am I good at doing? So the first question, what serves others? What am I good at doing? And let me let me throw this in here right now. If if you're kind of struggling with figuring out what it is that you're good at doing, there are some things that you can do to find out what it is that you're good at doing. Number one, I would say, ask people whom you trust and people who know you, ask them. And, and just present it to them and say, you know, I'm kind of trying to map out my life. I'm trying to figure out what God has for me in the next stage of my life. I'm kind of struggling with figuring out figuring out what it is that I'm good at doing. You know me, you've seen me. Could you kind of help me out? Could you point out some things that maybe you've seen me do well that maybe I haven't seen those things in myself? Help me out here. And and people who are mature and really want to see you grow and succeed, they will happily help you in discovering those things that you do well if you can identify them yourselves. Yourself rather. Another thing that I would say, there's a resource available called Strengths Finder 2.0. It's a book written by Tom Rath. It's a book and it comes with an online assessment. And when you take that assessment, that questionnaire, it helps you discover what are your natural strengths. And uh, there's actually a link to that book on my website. If you go to the reading list page, there's a link to that uh, Amazon uh, page for that book. Pick it up. It's it's a hard copy book and you could take the assessment or I think you can just buy the assessment by itself. You don't have to buy the book. But once you take the assessment, the book is helpful because it breaks down all the results for you. If you don't know exactly what your strengths are, this book, Strengths Finder 2.0 by Tom Rath, it's a great resource. Check it out, get a hold of it, take the assessment and and read about what your strengths are because that's going to help you answer the question, what am I good at doing? All right, so in review, the first two questions, what serves others? You have to answer that question because if you don't, all you're going to be doing is stuff that that I would classify as a hobby. Uh, the second question, what am I good at doing? You have to answer that question. Otherwise, you're going to frustrate and annoy people by doing things that you don't do well, and, and you're not going to be honoring God. And the third question that you should ask yourself if you're wanting to find a life of passion, a life of purpose, pursuing God's will for your life, the third question is this, what do I love to do? That's an important question too. And it can sound uh, what's what selfish, right? It can sound selfish that you want to engage in activities and in ministry that you love to do, but it's not selfish. Again, it's God honoring because look, the flip side of that is that it sounds very noble for someone to say, "Listen, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna do all the jobs that nobody else wants to do, or I'm gonna do whatever they need me to do because I'm just gonna I just want to serve." And I just I just want to give myself to serving in whatever capacity. And for every one of us, there's a time for that. There is a time when we have to do things that we don't necessarily enjoy doing, that we don't necessarily love doing. But there are times that our church needs us to do stuff that that we don't necessarily enjoy doing. But in the long term, we're talking about 
living a life of passion and purpose and pursuing that passion that God has for you, you have to engage in activities and ministry that you can say, I love doing this. It sounds noble to say, you know what, I, I, I really don't enjoy doing this, but, but I'm doing it for the honor and glory of the Lord. I'm doing it to serve the body of Christ. It sounds incredibly noble to say that, but here is the danger if you do that long term. Eventually, you're going to get burned out. If you're engaging consistently in activities that you do not have a, a love for them, eventually you're going to feel burnt out. And, and not only that, you're going to feel as if people are using you. You're going to pick up your phone, you're going to see a text message from your pastor, a text message from uh, your group leader, a phone call, and you're going to say, man, they're calling me again, but all they want me for is to do this, and I really don't like doing that. They just call me when they need me to do that. The only time they call me is when they need me to do that. And you might be good at doing it, and it might serve the needs of others, but if you don't enjoy doing it, you're going to end up resenting your leadership and anybody who asks you to do that. You're going to feel burnt out, and you're going to feel as if people are using you. So as you're, as you're on this journey to discover the passion that you should be pursuing for your life, the purpose that God has uh, developed for you and for your life, the way God wired you, you have to, it might be, you, just, you really have to give thought to this question, what do I love to do? And and here's here's my my sincere conviction, my sincere belief. The reason you love to do certain things is because that's how God wired you. You you enjoy certain things because God wired you to enjoy those things. I think it would be incredibly cruel of God to call you to do a certain ministry, to wire you to do a certain ministry that you absolutely hate doing. Wouldn't that be cruel of God? I, I, I just don't see God doing that. I think God wires us, puts us together in such a way that the giftings and the abilities and the talents that we have are actually things that when we do them, we love them. We love doing it. And so it's it's God honoring when you say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pursue stuff that I love to do. It, that honors God. And so anytime you engage in those activities that you love to do, you're going to love serving people. You're going to be energized about advancing God's kingdom, about advancing God's work. You'll be tired. Physically, you'll be tired because ministry and just giving yourself over to your passion, it's hard work. But I'll tell you that spiritually, you're going to be energized. You are going to be energized. So find those activities that you can say, I love doing this, because if you don't, eventually you're going to feel burnt out, and you're going to feel as if people are using you. So in review, these three questions, if you're looking to pursue your passion, a life of passion, a life that you can be totally excited about waking up every morning and doing this, right? I think there are three questions that you should consider answering. The number one question is, what serves others? The second question is, what am I good at doing? And the third question is, what do I love to do? Now, here's the key. The activities that you give yourself over should be activities that answer each of these three questions. Now, here's what I mean. Okay, let me, let me try to draw this out for you. 
just try to imagine this. Imagine you get a, a piece of paper, a sheet of paper, and you divide the paper into three equal parts, three equal columns. And each column has these questions. The first column all the way to the left has the question, what serves others? The middle column has the question, what am I good at doing? And the far right column has the question, what do I love to do? Okay, so you've got these, column, these three columns. And what I would suggest that you do is that you go through each of these questions and in each column, write answers, write answers to each of those questions. So you've got three columns, column all the way to the left, answer that question, what serves others? And just start making a list of all the things that you could potentially be engaged in or that you've done in the past. Write a list of all those things that you've done that serve others, okay? Exhaust that list. I mean, just fill up that column with all those, with all those things. In the middle column, it's, this, it's the second question, right? What am I good at doing? And just fill up that middle column. Write all your answers in that middle column. What am I good at doing? Just throw everything in that middle column. And then in the third column, answer the third question. What do I love to do? And just fill up that middle column with activities or ministry that you love to do. So now you've got three columns and each column is filled up with different kinds of activities or different types of ministries. They're all in there. Now, from that point, here's what you want to do. You want to do a process of elimination and start hunting. What are the activities that you see appear in each of the three columns? So let's let's take singing, for example. I'm going to go back to my example that I'm, I'm, I'm not good at singing, but I'm going to use that as an example. Let's say that you've got your three columns. And in the first column, you've got the question, what serves others? And one of the things that you wrote in that column was, it serves others when I sing, when I lead praise and worship, when I play my instrument, whatever, right? So that's in the first column. You move over to the second column, second question, what am I good at doing? And and you think about that, you reflect on that, and you write, you know, I'm I'm good at singing, actually. I've been told by others, and I just know that I have a natural gift for singing, or I'm good at an instrument. And, and you see that answer in the second column. You go over to the third column, what do I love to do? And there, again, you see singing or playing your instrument. Okay, you've got one single activity that appears in each of the three columns. Circle that activity you're on your way to discovering your passion. You're on your way to discovering your purpose and the way God wired you for what he wants you to do on this earth. And what you're going to discover is that it really should only be a handful of activities that you can see appearing in each of the three columns. There aren't going to be 20 activities or 20 types of ministry that you're going to see in each of the three columns. Now, in in my mind, you should limit those activities, it should be between three and five, and that's even pushing it. Really, the ideal, the ideal would be to have one, one thing that you would completely dedicate yourself to because you know it serves others, you are good at doing it, and you enjoy doing it. And again, it's a process of elimination. If you've got all three of these columns on this sheet of paper filled up, you would go through it and eliminate and you would say, okay, this one thing that I wrote here, it only appears in one column, or it only appears in two columns, and it's not in a third one, well, then scratch it out, because it doesn't answer all three questions. And you're going to scratch out a bunch of stuff. That's okay. That's what you want. You want to eliminate. You know, we're really good at creating to-do lists. You, you should get good at creating a not-to-do list. 
What should I not be doing? As important as it is to discover what you should be doing, it's just as important to know what you shouldn't be doing. Because all those things that that you could be doing, but you really shouldn't be doing, they they zap your energy. They take away your energy from doing what you really should be doing. So go through in each of those columns and just start scratching out those activities that do not answer all three questions. And you're going to do a lot of scratching out. You should only be left with a handful of activities that you see appear in each of the three columns that answer all three questions. And when you have that, I'm telling you, friend, bro, I'm, I'm telling you, you are getting close to discovering what it is that God put you on this earth to do. You're discovering your passion. And at that point, you just give yourself over to that. Maybe you're not at a point in your life where where you can give up your job and just pursue that completely. But what you do is that you begin to take steps to get to that so that that does become your full-time passion, your full-time job, so to speak. But it has to be those things that you can say of them, I know it serves others, I'm good at doing it, and I love to do it. And and in my mind, this is very biblical. It's it's 1 Corinthians chapter 12. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where the Apostle Paul very clearly says, each member of the body has his own specific assignment, and your assignment isn't mine, and my assignment isn't yours. The body of Christ, as I see it, is intended to be composed of specialists, not generalists. Not people who can do a little bit of everything. I I don't think that's what God intended. I think God intended that each one of us would be all-stars, I mean rock stars in one particular thing, and we all advance the kingdom of God. In our diversity, there's that unity that advances the kingdom of God and advances the the mission and the ministry that, that Jesus started. God designed us differently in order to advance the mission that Jesus started. And and I want you I want you to imagine with me if you will. Just imagine with me if you will what would happen in your life and more importantly in the kingdom of God if each one of us dedicated ourselves to the way God wired us. What would happen if you you just decided to dedicate yourself to the way God wired, to doing what God wired you to do. Just imagine how different your life would be. Imagine how much impact you would have for the kingdom of God if you ignored everything else and you just pursued your passion according to the way God wired you. I mean, your life would be radically different. The kingdom of God would be radically different. This earth would be radically different if each of us just dedicated ourselves to pursuing passionately what it is that God put us on this earth to do, and doing it in such a way that it honors God because we're flowing according to the way God wired us. And and I, I sincerely believe that in answering these three questions, you're you're getting yourself closer, you're you're on that journey to discovering what it is that God put you on this earth to do. Three simple questions, but if you take the time to wrestle with these three questions, if you take the time to, uh, in prayer and in meditation and in seeking the counsel of others, you take the time to reflect on these three questions and really chew on them, reflect on them, then I'm telling you, it's it's going to unleash some powerful things for your life. Now you're going to know what types of books to read. 
because they're going to advance you in your purpose. You're going to know what types of podcasts to listen to. And one of them should be the Christian Bro Code podcast. Just put that on your list. You're going to know what types of YouTube videos to look up to, uh, to look up. You're going to know what type of people you should be hanging out with. You're going to know what kind of mentor to get because you're going to be pursuing a singular passion. You're not going to be all over the place. You're going to be pursuing a singular passion and God is going to advance you in that direction. So, man, I, let me let me just encourage you. Take some time to do what I'm suggesting that you do. Take some time to do this. It, and this isn't something that you that you can do while you're you know watching Netflix or checking out some YouTube videos. It's not something you should do in your lunch hour or right before you head out the door. And I would say put this in your calendar, schedule some time when you say, this is important enough that I'm going to dedicate, I'm going to block off some time with no distractions. I'm going to turn off my phone and I'm just going to seek the Holy Spirit on this. And I'm just, I'm just going to, I'm going to figure this out because this is my life I'm talking about. And more importantly, this is the kingdom of God and my assignment in the kingdom of God that I'm talking about. Block off some time and just wrestle with these three questions that I've presented to you. And I'm, I'm telling you, bro, it's, it's going to be so liberating. It's going to be something that you are going to say, I am excited to get up every single morning to get to work on this. And let me tell you, it's not going to be easy. Just because it's something that you're going to be passionate about, that you want to pursue that passionately, and it's something that you know God wired you to do, it does not mean it's going to be easy. It, it's not going to be easy. You're going to have to fight for it. You're going to have to want it so badly that it may mean getting up a half hour earlier than you used to get up. Because you still have to go to work, right? In the meantime, you still have to make a living. But if you're going to pursue your passion, you need to start somewhere. What if you just gave it an additional 15 minutes every morning, an additional 30 minutes? Maybe that means going to bed earlier so you can wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning instead of 7 o'clock. Maybe you have to wake up at 5.30. It's not going to be easy. Let me tell you, it is not going to be easy, but it is so going to be worth it. I'll tell you this too. There will be people, sadly enough, there will be people who might judge you, might ridicule, might ridicule you, might say, oh, you're wasting your time. Don't listen to those people. You've heard from God. You've worked through this. And you know that what you're doing is pursuing your passion. Don't listen to those people. You're going to have to sacrifice some things. It might be that everyone else is going out and having fun and, and you go back to your apartment, you go back to your house and you just buckle down and you do what you have to do to keep advancing towards your purpose that God has created for you. I'm going to tell you, it's, it's a sacrifice, but it's worth it. It is worth it. And the more time and energy you dedicate to doing this, once you discover what it is, the closer you're going to get on a day-by-day -day basis, the closer you're going to get to achieving that purpose and that plan that God has for you. And I've, I've mentioned this in previous episodes, that achieving huge goals, it doesn't happen in one big step. I've discovered that achieving big goals happens as you take it one step at a time. It's just showing up every day and doing what you have to do that day to get you closer to your goal. So again, let me review those three questions. And these three questions are to, intended to help you discover your passion and your purpose, what God put you on this earth to do. Answer these three questions. What serves others? What am I good at doing? And what do I love to do? Wrestle with those three questions. And I'm telling you, bro, it's, it's going to help you so much. And hey, if you, if you want someone to bounce these 
three questions off, you, you, you want some additional coaching, send me a message on Facebook. I'm happy to talk those things through with you. I love doing that kind of stuff. So feel free to do that. And, and we can, I mean, we can talk about that stuff that that's, that's fine. I, I love, I would love to help you pursue that and figure out what, what God put you on this earth to do, what your passion is and what you should be pursuing. So absolutely hit me up on Facebook or Instagram, or I'm not on Twitter, but you know, wherever, just, just find me and we can, we can talk about these things. So, Hey, there it is, bro. That's it for this episode. And I, I really hope this added value to your spiritual growth. If it did, then for sure, share this podcast with others. Definitely join the conversation. Like I mentioned at the top of this episode, I am doing a Facebook Live video right now as I'm recording this episode. Now, you're hearing this episode two weeks after I recorded it, but I'm doing a Facebook Live session right now. And in fact, there are some bros watching this Facebook session, Facebook Live session right now as I'm recording this episode. Thanks so much, bros, for joining in on this Facebook Live session. But hey, join the conversation. Go to the Christian Bro Code podcast and join the conversation, but also join my mailing list, marioescobedo.com. You'll, fi- you'll find out how to join it there. Be super helpful. It would be super helpful. If you would rate this podcast, subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, give it a rating, uh, give it a review. Uh, that way uh, other bros can find it and other bros can have some value added to their spiritual life as well. All right, that's it for this episode, bro. God's got something big for you. And I'll talk to you later, bro. God bless. God bless.